0: Ladies and gentlemen, and welcome back to another episode of Depth Charge. It's been a little while. Yes, uh, nice to be back. It sounds like my voice has gotten lower.
1: <laughs> um, yeah. How many weeks now? Two, I think. Another two weeks. Well, we've been every time, that, like the last three times we've met, we've been saying, "Oh, it's been ages since we've done a podcast." Because we've it been seems it, like it, it kind of always seems ages. Yes.
0: I wanted to do it last week, but I think my body wasn't ready. you just gotten back from... uh yeah, Khon Ken. Yeah. How was that? Oh, God. <laughs> every trip with Ross me is always a trip. A trip worth going, you know. It's mm. just... When you see people get touched by the music and not by Trump's hands, it's... It's always amazing <laughs> <laughs> oh. oh man you were setting such a nice tone there and you ruined it <laughs> I know <laughs> uh, welcome to the podcast <laughs> welcome to 2020 <laughs> 2020 the uh, third quarter yeah, 2020 th- third quarter. oh my god uh, time yeah. flies right this will probably be I don't know uh, man I think it's our will be our 31st episode or something
1: yeah right <laughs> wow fuck hum- yeah tw- third quarter of 2020 humanity's trailing no. by about 50 points <laughs> the quarterbacks <laughs> broken his leg <laughs> oh, <laughs> man. quarterbacks injured there was uh, <laughs> that's about as far as I can take it with American football because I don't oh, I have watched it for so long I don't know exactly you're how it's played anymore out.
0: you're not missing out <clears throat> I think Halloween is just around the corner And I saw one of the memes, like saying, "This is 2020," and it's a fucking (laughs) Halloween candy. It's a fucking Brussels (laughs) spout dip in chocolate. Like
1: (laughs) probably after 2020, you know, you see all the ghosts and scary things jumping out, and you think, (laughs) "Ah, cute, (laughs) so comforting," (laughs) compared to the world. (laughs) (laughs)
0: True that. Oh man, what a trip has been. (laughs) Fucking ten months in. Wow, no it's almost it's going to the 11th month already right uh yeah, this is probably the final the final quarter
1: um well, october's the tenth yeah. month uh yeah, well, depends guess. on what you count, yeah, right? it depends on how you count it,
0: yeah, oh my goodness, yep, <laughs> that silence speaks for itself, <laughs> yeah. But we have to say like Thailand has been
1: doing pretty well with the covid you know right it's still amazing because like right right, there's only there's only a few countries that i know of that uh, managed to like Mm. this vietnam and this thailand and this Mm. uh i guess china seems to have got a handle on it
0: so they say
1: (laughs) Um, new zealand yeah more or less Yeah,
0: more or less that's good we'll we'll see man we'll see how he will, he will plan out. It seems like everything's is getting better. Uh, I heard that uh, Japan is lifting its um, traveling embargo, and uh, they probably, my sister probably would be able to come back soon. Oh yeah, sooner than, than we think. But it's not confirmed yet. But yeah, still you have to quarantine. Right. Yeah. So every traveling outside of the uh, country will have to be planned with a 14-day, you know, plus.
1: Yeah. Uh, I've met a few people now that came here um, and quarantined, mm. like some people for work. Some people managed to get here, not for work, but I don't know. There must be like some ways, but they did the quarantine. You know, everybody that's yeah, yeah, got they here they did the to. quarantine, yeah. but um, I think that actually I've heard about people uh, that have just come here. mm somehow or other not working but got here did the quarantine and they're here
0: Ooh, okay um, well yeah that means working mm. yeah man so besides catching up and we're probably going to get into like the the state of things that that uh we are all experiencing in in thailand pretty soon but uh, what are we going to talk about today
1: um well it's kind of like we've started off more or less in a related field. I was just kind of uh, wanting to talk about um, given yeah, given all of this stuff and just in general, is it possible how, how to, for us to feel like we have any understanding of the world? Mm. Uh, is it worth, like it, in what way is it worth trying to understand the world? Uh, and if it is worth trying and if it is possible, then how... You know, because we come out of. Um, I was listening to like people talk about postmodernism. I mean, mm-hmm. postmodernism is like the Again? deconstruction of it. well, <laughs> yeah. I know, I know, I know. I, I don't know anything about postmodernism, not really. But the the point is just that um, even even though, even though we've like been living through what they call some postmodernist time, mm-hmm. um, still, a lot of people would have had some kind of handle on things in some way in some way some area of like understanding and, and mm. now it, now it seems like um, it, pe- people's understanding can get broken down really really quickly mm. you know what I mean mm. you, people have uh, faith in something last week and then all of a sudden it's torn down or True. their their minds are changed uh, the next week or people go down these r- rabbit holes mm. of True. conspiracies and everything else yep uh yeah so that's the main the main theme but i did want to like bring into this Mm. you know the whole area of podcast because Mm. podcasts have been um i mean i i came to podcasts quite late you know Um, i ignored them for um, years and and now i spend like uh more time listening to podcasts than i do like you know reading stuff on the internet or mm, watching tv or anything
0: so yeah you're not the only
1: one yeah
0: Mm. um especially in thailand as we have uh spoken uh, earlier uh, this year and you know and we we joke about it uh, at the year before about how it's the, the podcast has been pretty slow here in Thailand but mm. this year it has skyrocketed. right oh my god people are listening to like you know like one of the famous um, podcasts The Secret Sauce and all those kind of things just mm. see how like this generation who knows how to work the podcast kind of have uh, a doorway into information that is you know
1: quicker than than any generation so far yeah, yeah. I, thi- I think like uh, you have to also sometimes overlook the word podcast because you don't mm. even have to think of it as a podcast yeah because yeah. Well, yeah. a lot of like a, a lot of things that are in the podcast apps or whatever they're also just on the YouTube channel and the people mm. who watch it on True. the YouTube channel sometimes don't even think of it as a podcast true, or true. call it a podcast true, or anything true, you know it, it, it's just um I mean really I, like I think a podcast is basically this kind of independently produced I mean you know any, anybody Should can be. get in anybody yeah. can get in on it including true. the big like media corporations or true, whatever true to but that. basically the the cost of entry is is, is basically zero yeah you know, the yeah. cost the cost goes up as you try and improve the quality of recording and stuff. True. But basically, True. it's zero, It's basically True. zero. True. You have a phone. Yeah. You can make a podcast. True. True that. It's it's really
0: interesting how podcasts. It's such an easy, um, would you call it a media? It's easy media to to get a hands on. Everything is on podcasts. You know, hmm. well, music wise, is getting harder. Before it wasn't, but now with the uh, licensing uh, uh, AI and all those things, it's 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 a, it's a bit hard for for music to be on the
1: podcast. Um, yeah, one of my favorite podcasts actually is um, Conference of the Birds. Um, it's like it's basically this um, yeah independent music podcast. It's like a three hour podcast, but it's also affiliated with a radio station. Ah, I see. So I think they probably have some. L- Writes. I, I don't know how it works. They play a lot of great music. None of it's current music. Are, yeah. I don't know. That's yeah. not true. Not true. They no. put a lot, of, like, a lot of like recent jazz and stuff. I I don't know how the licensing works. I really don't. I just yeah. Um, you're gonna yeah. Maybe it's because of the radio station that they can uh, work it. Yeah. There's this fair use kind
0: of uh, thing. Mm. These things changes. You know that you gotta always like if you're gonna be in the music business, you gotta always get that, that hands on it. You know not if I'm, I'm not really sure it really works here but in a, spy, a cyberspace you know that grows beyond the, the seawater it usually covers a lot of aspect legal wise
1: mm. yeah that's interesting isn't it yeah cuz basically podcasts are making um, yeah they're like helping to spread what people will listen to in terms of conversation and who and how etc that's becoming like so much freer yeah but it's yeah. it's not like you said. Music is trickier because of the licensing. It should thing. be, to be yeah. honest. Well, yeah, no, it, it, should, it, should be. it should be. You're it right. Yeah, be. you can't just go playing anybody's yeah. music on your yeah. podcast. Yeah,
0: right. not like anybody cares. Hmm. <laughs> a lot of people here doesn't even, you know, some a lot of people here are losing out on on a lot of licensing fees that they need to get because of like uh, copyright infringement and all those kind of thing. <laughs> Hmm. and i mean even our close friends are are dealing with that with not with that kind of shenanigans going on now somebody used like the music without the permission of the artist and they get a revenue from youtube and those kind of things you know that could go into the court and yeah. it and it can you know if that thing happened in america it's a big deal and you can win a lot of money um, From from that case, right? You know, it usually uh, goes into a settlement. You know, the court doesn't really want to to rule it. You know, it's it's time consuming.
1: Mm. Yeah, Uh, I was just I might be taking a slight diversion here, but I was just (laughs) listening to someone talk about this, and um, basically, this is going to get changed. I think in the future, like if if what this guy was saying was correct, but basically you know, it it hasn't come to fruition yet. And there's a lot of sort of, um, what would you call it? There's a lot of phoniness surrounding the blockchain, the cryptocurrency stuff, Mm. but basically, um, it's, it's studied in, in science departments of universities. And basically the, the thing that will change all of this is the smart contract. So basically built Mm. into Mm -hmm. something like Ethereum is this smart contract. And so that in the future, all of these legal disputes instead of taking time will just be settled instantly because if you if you mm. put your contract mm. into the blockchain in a smart contract in ethereum there's no court mm. it's 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 automatically it's it's set in stone so to speak right. in a mutually agreed way distributed way and so that that might change mm. things if if i understand the promise of it correctly in, in In all sorts of ways, you could put your could will you, anybody can put their will into there, and instead of having people fighting over a will, that just mm-hmm. won 't happen anymore because it will have literally been encoded in a mathematically perfect form true. And, and the computer computer says yes or computer says no it will be more true, or less like that as far as far as i, far as I know hmm. um so i don 't know if that will who that will help um whether it will help artists or other Uh, people I have no idea we we never really know but it it will possibly change the uh, legal system and maybe take a bit of the cash out of the hands of lawyers no the lawyers always get money always Um, either we win or lose they always get money well (laughs) you would think yeah, okay, so that's. it seems like it, like that, but things can change. Like, for example, who would have thought that... Why would uh, they change it? Uh, okay, I'll g- just give you an example, okay. right? For example, the stock value of Tesla mm, right now mm. is greater than the stock value of Exxon, Shell, and another one of the big oil companies True. combined. True. So, you know, it doesn't mean that their power is diminished. I mean, they're basically trying to, you know, they'll... But yeah. it's, it, uh, yeah, so... But think things can change. It's industries that once were huge uh, can get overtaken. For example, by like social media and tech giants. You true, know, true. Um, yeah. Oh, no, that's uh, uh, of course I agree with that. I mean, these things change, of course. But the lawyer, they never change. Mm. <laughs> well, that's what Bill Burr's... You know, like Bill Burr's is one of my favorite podcasts. He uh, have you ever listened to Bill Burr's yeah, podcast yeah, yeah, on Monday yeah, morning? I mean, he yeah, just rambles. Bit. He'll like do it from yeah, his hotel yeah, room with his w- with his wife taking a shower hey how you doing and you know he's kind of just checking in on you (laughs) he's got this mic technique that he does where he leans way back and screams in the room (laughs) there you go That's my uh, homage to Bill Burr (laughs) (laughs) that's like
0: the fort like breaking the fort wall with the (laughs) I don't think there's a (laughs) fort wall in the podcast world is there
1: I don't know let me uh, how
0: you guys doing <laughs> so maybe that that is a fort wall in
1: a way. Of course, it's not a fort wall because they don't see us unless we do a YouTube. Yeah, I I gotta admit that, uh, like yeah, I yeah one of the things I like about the podcast, which which it just seems to happen naturally. It doesn't like I, I do a radio show as well, right? And on the radio, I can't. It's um a different experience. Mm, yeah, because. You know, I'm uh, like aware that there's some potential audience out there that listening, and it's a different kind of it's a different kind of pressure. Whereas, like mm. most of the time doing this podcast, mm-hmm. I just feel like I'm talking to you mm. with nice audio fidelity.
0: <laughs> it should well, it should be that way, right? I mean, it should start with us feeling that way. It's like you're whispering in my ear. I know with the ASMR, but it's not just. I always feel like it's not just us. We just like. I feel like. No no, right, you're right, yeah it 's always me and you
1: talking like a type of ease yeah, okay, so it 's not just us right so, but the, um, so the fact that um, we 're trying to make this in something interesting for other people to listen True. to True. focuses us right in a particular way, yeah, whereas like if we 're hanging out around having this uh, kind of conversation at top of East and some beautiful girl walks by mm-hmm. you 're going to get distracted I might well it 's the same <laughs> thing here. I the, imagine, yeah, no one's gonna walk by it oh. would happen yeah no you would get a in my out. head you don't know oh, I see. <laughs> there's always somebody the walking by <laughs> man. It, like if you got, imagine that imagine the augmented reality glasses and someone oh just has God. it programmed you know every every 25 seconds <laughs> yeah I know right? beautiful girl walks by <laughs> that person hey. would be one distracted <laughs> motherfucker they'd you be know? just
0: well you don't let it get well that's how you train you don't let that shit kind of uh, distract oh, you I got new training yes, like a ninja a training. training yes yes because when you play you know when you play in a band you would think like I think people try to distract you that's why you know in a lot of major concert, they would you know get on top of somebody and just like take their bra off so that <laughs> one of the you s- hope <laughs> that one of the one of the band members would just notice you mm-hmm. through the crowd in Glastonbury you know <laughs> mm-hmm. so yeah. you gotta you gotta be trained for that shit trained for that shit yeah but I I I you know I just don't look at people when I play when people mm-hmm. get the wrong impression and say well I'm sorry I mean I, it's it's you know I'm always like when I'm playing I'm always in a different world unless when i'm playing bass because you have to be aware of your your grounding
1: uh area you know you gotta you gotta stay grounded when you play bass yeah mm-hmm. well that that uh, that's interesting isn't it because i was listening to like standout comedians talk about they have to be able to engage people in the yeah, audience true, because true. otherwise like the audience will sense that fear whereas it's for mu- musicians it's different because we ha- like you have to have your total attention on the people in your band, the music, right, and the yeah, total attention on the people in your band, yeah. and you can't really afford to give it to, like, individual people in the audience. Yeah. Right. You, like, it doesn't mean that... Unless you're a front man.
0: I think yeah, a front yeah, man yeah. is hard because you have to engage with the people. Right. Then you have to have, like, understanding of, like, you know, uh, of who's behind you, and right. you, you got to... It's, it's hard. Yeah. It's hard to be a front man to, like be there bringing in like the larger than life kind of feeling then you got to stay grounded then you got to get out of it it's, it's hard mm. it, it's it's not an easy test for sure right and i think it, it i think that's what i'm lacking as a front man but um i'm uh, i don't know experience taught me a lot to you have to be a little bit aware because a lot of time they were always almost like a really dangerous situation could happen when you play music, you know. Dangerous. Um, yeah. I almost, oh man, not everybody's gonna love you for your music, no matter how good you are. <laughs> I remember like, when we play at Northgate, like at the beginning of the year, uh, oh, yeah. and there was like, this motorcycle chop uh, next to us who who lives there. Oh, this is like early years. Yeah, yeah like early years, yeah. 13 fucking years ago. And, you would see like knots flying from from the road. Mm. Man, so many times. Russell almost got hit one time. I almost got hit. It like, like from from my head to the symbol, oh. And I was like, who, who played that? <laughs> and you can see like this knot. Yeah. You know, it's, it's, it's scary. And one time I almost got gang bang in Bangkok because of the uh, the bike gangers you know gangsters yeah. coming oh my god <laughs> because we couldn't play Thai music they were they got so rowdy you know <laughs> my bandmate was already ready you know and I have to find a way to I mean it's up to me That's if I decided to jump on the, you know to the table then you know all hell would break blues but I decided to de-escalate the situation
1: that's like that scene from the Blues Brothers isn't it where they <laughs> have to play right, in that country oh, yeah. country and western that, road oh, hut or whatever is, it's called that's
0: yeah behind the chicken yeah, wire we're
1: the beer bottles getting oh thrown at
0: God.
1: them oh <laughs> <laughs> behind the chicken know, wire okay. yeah. oh man <laughs> that would be kind of fun to play behind chicken wire just once <laughs> oh. <laughs> be careful what you wish for brother.
0: <laughs> you never know <laughs> oh man Yeah Play behind cage (laughs) I think we do have a cage You know In ourselves anyways Sometimes It's like It's either a cage Or fucking wall You know Um Yeah Definitely Yeah Either for protection Or for captivity
1: (laughs) Um Yeah Sometimes Sometimes I wonder why We hold it up because it's oh it's normal because
0: we're human and mm. you know we we're afraid it's it's just a, a, success, a second nature kind of kind of thing I think mm. I don't know have we got sidetracked maybe <laughs> <laughs> what about the universe thing we were trying to understand the universe what? thing <laughs>
1: um,
0: so basically about the pod, podcast right Are the media in today's world Mm. that will help us to understand
1: what? Um, well, so, right, uh, you know, so there's this whole thing going on now where there's this sort of fight for truth between, like, traditional uh, right. media, yeah, and, like, yeah, yeah. social media and, like, mm-hmm. influences and social media and whatever and conspiracy mm-hmm. theories flying around. Mm-hmm. And, um, y- uh, you know, I kind of... M- me personally, I... Well, this is just me. I, I haven't been reading as much as I used to. Mm. And when I used to read a lot, I used to feel like... I feel differently, you know. I feel like I had more of a handle on things because mm. I guess, it, you you know, if you read um, a book, you get immersed into yeah, a definitely. total environment, a total sure, worldview sure. and whatever. And, and it kind of makes, makes sense and you can relate it to the world and to... Mm. Uh, whereas you know the experience like we have these days um on social media it's everything is just like flipping from true. one mm. thing to another true that and it's hard to have like it's a, and then the the, me, the media's always been terrible like a, like mm. especially tv you know i don't watch tv news anymore but I, occasionally when i go back into it mm. it's just it's yeah. like, it's just unimaginably unfulfilling in terms of helping you to understand anything it's all right. uh, oh, you know what you mean man yes uh, um, it's almost like, I don't, I don't uh, you know. I understand that they try. Like I think often you get the journalists on there that they they have some background. They probably understand what what's going on fairly well. The history of mm-hmm. some kind of like whether it's a conflict or whatever it is, and they sort of I don't know. You feel them doing their best to explain something, but it just. It's just a format, a formula. Everything is delivered with a certain style of speech. Mm. It just is my, uh, mind deadening. I don't feel like it.
0: I think for them it's mind deadening too. I mean, mm. you can you can see that because you know we are human being a species of compassion. Mm. You know that was that's what separates uh, us from animal. Oh, yeah. I think so I mean animal usually act on more of an instinct but as a human being we we have this uh, gift of compassion and empathy and a lot of times when you see like people on the news they have to turn off that that consciousness mm-hmm. and I feel like that consciousness is so vital mm-hmm. of, of being human right know? and to read something that goes against you it's really hard you know and the mind they just have to like try to be be a, a journalist has to like just report the news right. as, as it is but they sometimes you can't hide the emotion if you see like An, you know Anderson Cooper he, he doesn't really hide or shy away from anything that he wants to report is that the guy on CNN yeah yeah uh-huh. yes and uh, he's uh, yeah yes mm. Um. Yeah, but some if you see like other journalists, you always see. But but I think I think that's you. I don't know. Like they have Western journalism always now not really report as it is. It's usually with with their opinions, and you know even the question they ask sometimes is always towards a, a political uh, 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 agenda that they have support
1: in. Right. Um, I think you know there's something for example in like uh, the adversarial nature of the way certain things are set up like even my even sort of my favorite sort of um, t- broadcasters in terms of like interviewing politicians or people in power or people in, in positions of influence people like uh, Mehdi Hassan maybe mm. like he, I think he just moved from he just moved from Al Jazeera to maybe MSNBC or something. I, I forget where he moved. Uh, maybe it's not. It's one mm. of those American networks anyway. But yeah, like so, he's like fantastic, d- d- adversarial debater. But still, it's very much like that. Um, just that of pure confrontation. It's like mm. a, a war in a war in conversation. Right. You know. And if you contrast that to um, like a long, a long form podcast where you mm. get to people. Really, to tell you that their story, why they think like they do, mm. you, you can kind of like feel where they're coming from, right, and right. you know, you can ju- judge it. Kind of gives you the ability to uh, see, ah, okay, right, I don't agree with this guy, but I see why, given his background, I see why where he's coming from. Mm. Um, this kind of thing, like again, it puts some empathy back in there, right? Like, um. You know, I've I've realised, like for example, you know, l- I've, lately I've been listening to some people on various podcasts. People deliberately go and listen to people that I, I think hold views I don't agree with, mm. myself maybe or, or slightly in a different position, and listening to them think it through, and I, I can think, ah, oh, okay, right, I see. You know, I I see where you're coming from. Mm. Really, I, I whereas in the format of some in some kind of news show or something like the BBC Hard Talk or Al Jazeera Head to Head or whatever mm-hmm. it is, mm-hmm. you get this uh, just this raw confrontation and it's a, it's a fight and people are using their tools of rhetoric right, right. You know, to, right. to just to defeat their opponent if they can. And it's, they, the, the point of um, integrity of it from the mm-hmm. journalistic side is supposed to be, okay, we're holding power to account and that is supposed to be right. it's the fourth estate thing right? Yeah, it's yeah, like basically yeah. that we rely in democracies on the media to hold the people in power the politicians mm-hmm. or whatever to mm-hmm. account mm-hmm. True. Uh, I mean I, s- I understand that but it's just um, what it doesn't give what it doesn't give uh, it, the audiences any real understanding of what's going on mm. you know so we have to trust. We have to trust in the integrity of one side or another. We have to like believe in that journalist and ho- and believe that they, you know, I don't know, I don't know, man. Really, uh,
0: that's 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 a hard thing. I mean, but it is true. I mean, people just believe so easily when it comes to news, you know. The, but I think for the new generation or even in my generation, we always, you know, we are more skeptical now. Mm. Uh, Thai, Thai generation has never really been skeptical or if they are, they never really show it as of of now, you know. I mean, you can seal it through the, uh, through the protests and everything because they're they're
1: skeptical. Give me, uh, like, give me your impression. So, uh, uh, the, beware well no no okay <laughs> wh- wh- what I was going to ask is specifically so there's a mass movement now a mass protest movement yeah uh, you know calling for the resignation of the government calling for reform and yeah. and you know the new constitution I guess they call I don't know if I haven't heard specifically they're calling for new elections but they must be that must be part of it not, but they're not basically re- calling for really the government a, a
0: new election they want be- to have like I, I don't know what the English new word could be definitely a new constitution but they want to have uh a new parliament right, right. uh that is without the junta
1: um uh influence in there yeah i got you yeah so so, so but what i was going to ask is um so the majority of um the, the mass movement seem to be like fairly young people although mm. there's a lot of like older political especially p- professors and political true, su- true. people and true. former mm. former activists and so it's not just young people no, but no. like the sense I got was um that it's uh it's kind of um it's a it's an educated movement, like so a lot a lot of students, right? So that's and, what and they, they claim,
0: say- though. That's what they claim. I I think they are educated, but I think their lack of uh, understanding of the, the the whole the whole wheel point of the 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 society is 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 maybe something that they really need to work on to make this uh, movement more. Sturdy, I, I guess, more, more grounded and more, more powerful, mm-hmm. and and that's why I told one uh, the group of uh, leaders from Marshall that I had a chance to be in a meeting with. Mm-hmm. It's like I understand their movement, and I I can't really say I support all of it, but I do support them being able to protest as a. A country that claims to to uh, have democracy mm. uh, should be able to have a, any anybody should be able to protest if, if if that country is a democracy state, right? Right. So, but I don't agree with with everything they 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 claim to 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 wanting to change yet because um, all these things that are on the list. When you know it, you can't change it overnight mm. some yes the resignation can be changed yes of course if some if he resign but to reform the whole you know the whole political system the constitution you need mass voting and to reform the monarchy is such a touchy subject mm. you know it's such a touchy subject because as you can see if it's if it's something that everybody agrees on there won't be conflict but i think because of the 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 third point that they asked to to change it's a bit too quick it's a bit too quick and i'm and this is kind of like going on the record but i'm i don't think i'm saying anything that is you know is against the law it's just i feel like as i'm i'm speaking to them and to everybody's listening i think it's just Everything needs to be reformed, mm. and everything should, you know, develop as time goes. You know, we we are in a we are in a state that the government doesn't evolve with time. Mm. You know, we are we, the people that represent us that are in the parliament doesn't really understand the globalization of how it's uh, evolving in the last
1: 30 years. Yeah. Um, I mean, in, in many ways, it looks to me like quite similar to uh, other places in the world, it basically. And I've heard that this uh, phrase, you know, the boom, uh, um, political science people here talking about the boomers here have kept mm. c- control and serving their own interests, which, mm. is, which is true in American democracy mm. as well. You true. know, the, the average age of, in the Senate is like something ridiculous. It's true. like in the high 70s or something, yeah. you know. Uh, so you basically have, uh, what's, what's happened is that uh, like um, younger generations have just not been allowed uh, into That's the, the political problem. sphere. That's
0: a problem. <clears throat> and I, I, I totally understand the movement, man. And, I, and it, it's much needed. To to be honest, I mean in in the six year, pass, but having been in in, you know, having been involved in in protesting myself and risking my life and getting in a dangerous situation. That's that's one of the things that I'm I'm really I'm really concerned about is the well being of of the childrens and I don't I don't even treat them as children. I, I just think like those people that that yeah. are, are protesting are most of them haven't never well, heard a gunfight never heard
1: a fucking bullet fly over the head or you know yeah okay. yeah well no, no that's a good point you just picked up that like I don't think uh, cause I've heard some of the like leaders of this country calling them and other people calling them mm-hmm. children yeah. is obviously wrong I mean they call themselves Yawachuan youth yeah. movement it's like yeah. young people it's you know yeah. it's you know in, in in like in other parts of the world, uh, university students are not yeah. called children, yeah, yeah
0: well one and, other problem that i I really want to touch on is like you know both sides and all those kind of things is like there's never been any protest that has given a ground for people to be in the middle ground um, from either side, they always label you, they're always stereotyping you. You know, either you're red, you're yellow, you know, you, they just can't get away of naming things. And, and that's kind of like Thai stereotyping kind of thing. But I feel like, you know, it's it's everything is on hate. People that see different point of view with you, you always have to label them something, something. Which it is kind of like a
1: stupid uh, uh, thing yeah. you know, for me anyway well uh, yeah I mean what from what I've seen like it's the movement protest movements seem like very peaceful peacefully oriented uh, you know I haven't seen any yeah, call for true. no I, no the,
0: but like I mean that's on the field right mm-hmm. and of course there's there's some like people trying to like you know like even the police trying to escalate the uh, yeah, there's that, a lot of that always happens that always happens can always get dangerous but if you see like on the social media from both sides it's just it's just it's just the uh, same shit different day man. It's just like people hate each other mm-hmm. because of you know they hate each other because of their beliefs and it's just how can we get away from that if you if we if we just like and and even more so they both of them hate the person in the middle. This is stupid. Mm. It's it's like we can't be a civilization that
1: is that is developed if we still hate people in the middle ground. Okay, i tell you what. I, I would like to uh, bring in, because I wanted to bring in some of my favorite podcasts to this, and this is a perfect time. Okay. So one of the podcasts I listen to, because I, I can't talk about politics for very long. I'm not educated enough in it. and uh, But one of the things that I try and listen to understand, like the history of politics, is mm. this... Um, uh, Podcast called Talking Politics, mm. right? And it's run by two, what, two or three um, professors of politics from Cambridge University mm-hmm. in England. Mm. Like great people, um, they do a really sort of like natural feel, supernatural feel, like a, just having a conversation. It's like nothing like a BBC produced thing. It's like <laughs> none know. of that shit. Yeah, it's nothing, just like yeah. totally people totally having like, yeah. a conversation. Yeah. It's really great, and they have so like Talking Politics. They look at you know. Uh, Yeah, politics around the world, but mainly Europe and the U.S. But what they do have is this um, sort of sister podcast called "Talking Politics: History of Ideas," and like Mm. I was fascinated. Basically, they go into the history of political thought, Mm. and it it, this. So, this guy called David Runciman, he's um, professor of politics uh, at Cambridge University, and he does this history of ideas talk, beginning with uh, Thomas Hobbes and goes into the Leviathan. Uh, and he moves on to things like Wollstonecraft on sexual politics, mm-hmm. Constant on liberty, Tocqueville on de- democracy, so it, like Marx and Engels on revolution, Gandhi on self-rule, and he just goes through these history of political mm-hmm. ideas. Mm-hmm. For anybody that want, I'm just suggesting this, for anybody that like, wants to like, educate themselves on the history of political thinking, this is fantastic. Mm-hmm. And it also relates directly to what's going on now. For, so, for example, Definitely. when people have been talking about this kind of protest movements around the world to me um like you I'm super cautious because mm. you have to recognize the danger right and any country it's you don't think that what happened to Syria can't happen here mm. you know you never things can get True. wildly out of control right right man and so whatever we do like on the one hand we haven't like you can't let fear rule you but you do have to be aware um and and see what's happened in like different situations like for example you could see like in the Arab Spring uh, Egypt you know mm. rose up they wanted yeah. to get rid of the dictator they had yeah, yeah, yeah. and um, they did but then the Muslim Brotherhood came in and then there was a counter sort of mm. like coup mm-hmm. and you could see that it was mainly youth led and you could see that those people pulled back and one of the reasons in my opinion that they pulled back is because the state can collapse Yeah, as in Lebanon yeah. as in Um, Syria Nepal and you you, so you can have um, you know a revolution a fight against a a dictator and if you are willing to also oppose with any level of violence you think is required then the whole thing can collapse and half the country of your country disappears off into Europe and the the country barely exists anymore I mean you know um, I think these dangers have to be recognized and you have to like grapple with mm. the underlying political mm. ideas about, you know, for example, in in the history of politics, the first one, uh, uh, Hobbes, they go into, you know, this idea of the state monopoly on violence and what it means. Mm. And so this, this is basically why uh, people, not, and I know there's a huge disagreement about this, but why people, uh, people like Gandhi, Martin Luther King, wanted to have like nonviolent protest mm. because m- once you start to argue that the state doesn't have a right to monopoly on violence, then you're violence against violence, and mm. then then you, you know, you you can you can be in serious trouble. At the same time, if you look to something like the history of South Africa, you. Uh, if you have a situation where violence is being perpetrated continually upon a population, then you can see why someone like the a group like the ANC and Nelson Mandela, um, uh, basically they didn't rule out violence for the reason that it was already being perpetrated on them. And they took peaceful protest as far as they could possibly take mm-hmm. it, you know? So that was their, that was their step, you right. know? Um, so yeah anyway that uh, that that's just a shout out there to one of of my favorite podcasts Mm -hmm. uh, for learning about politics and the history of political thought
0: much needed man I mean we sometimes we don't we we let our emotion get carry over our critical thinking of what needs to be done and sometimes we just cluster every problems that there is and we just Put it on the paper and like, here, fix it. Oh, come on, be realistic. I mean, we all want a you know a utopia of of a state you know free mm-hmm. speech, where we're full of love, you know, less profit, and all that kind of shit. But we gotta we gotta see as it is, man. We we gotta you know take it by step. You know, if we know like, okay, you you don't like the fucking junta, yeah, go protest. I mean, and you see, like, there's a lot of things that are making people angry because the state is not working in the right form of, like, making people happy. Hmm, you know, are they not working uh, hard? I'm not sure. But I think they're working, but they're
1: not working hard enough. You're, what you're talking about is kind of uh, sometimes called realpolitik or, um, what's the other way to put it? Uh, yeah, that means that means the sort of the art of the achie- the achievable in in a sense. Mm. So so for example, like a good example of this for me would be the um, Uruguay. So you had um, Jose Mujica, right? Mm. He 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 became like this famous. Yeah. Right. the most popular president in right, the world right, right. You know, but before that he'd been a revolutionary yes and him and his friends had been locked up in jail for many many years mm-hmm. and l- later he came to power through the democratic process and he he was still a revolutionary still wanted to implement socialist principles mm-hmm. and and did a tremendous amount of good but he in interviews he he sort of acknowledged the extent to which he was a realist pr- uh, practicing real politic and mm. because I wonder if I've used that phrase right. I'm going to have to check myself. I'm not. I'm not sure that I have. But anyway, he, he, he was saying that he's a realist because he said, I, "I, will try." He said, "I've tried to make Uruguay a more just society, distribute wealth more justly." But he said, "I, I know that I can only go so far." Mm. Uh, and he said, "He said this if you know because if I, if I tried to redistribute wealth as far as I would like to, I know that they would kill me." Mm. You know, uh, because he, he's already been the recipient of state violence mm-hmm. and this kind of thing of repression, and um, so there, there's um, I I hear you. There's is an, the, the art of the achievable, mm. um, but you should like I don't know. You also you also could, that's difficult when you. How do you compromise on what you consider like fundamental rights of, of dem? dem- democratic representation For ex- just let's for say your why do we need to compromise well you it's know, a right exactly right so yeah but, so that's why I can see the, uh, you know why the protesters in Thailand here are angry because you know they, they, many of them voted for their party and their party was like removed from the process I understand kind of
0: that I understand that and you know like that's the reason I didn't vote I vote no. I vote like not to use my my voice because mm. if if I did vote for somebody and that person fucked up, I will be on the street because I'm the responsible, you know, mm. of letting that person in the parliament. Then you have to hold them into account, right? Because you, yeah, I see. Right, and I can understand a lot of people here, like you said know vote for a party and they got removed and all these things and that, i think that's just one of the one of the clusterfuck that is is in here man i mean uh, midnight johnson was talking about america you know like there's a clusterfuck in, in america <laughs> we have a clusterfuck here too and it's in in both sides
1: uh, my my country england britain has got a clusterfuck going on you know uh, on many oh levels Yeah, man I mean there's uh,
0: there's there's so many hate going on around right now that i, I feel like we need to, we both need to take a step back. We all need to take a step back and be reasonable. I don't think the government is reasonable mm.
1: and the way that they react is not reasonable there's this idea in uh, like political theory that basically. And and this is why I can see why, you know, pr- protesters sometimes take the stance that they take, which is like, yeah, um, quite a hard stance. Because mm-hmm. basically, the idea is that power only concedes what it's forced to concede and never, mm-hmm. never a drop more, never, you know, it won't concede any more justice or mm-hmm. whatever the... Uh, than it absolutely is forced to do and, and mm. you, you can you can see this in like not just in political power but like economic you know for example the um, the banks the bankers the financiers that brought down the economy in two thousand and eight they, they they fought tooth and nail to get regulation removed mm. and they still fight to this day, and they would they, you know in other words they want to be as free to suck as much money right. out of the global economy and everybody's right, right. pockets for themselves as they possibly can right. no regulation right. and they still want that yeah. and they're still fighting for that yeah. and still lobbying for that and still yeah. involved in, politi- in political posts yeah. doing that yeah. right now um, <laughs> so it's it's almost like there's no limit to greed to, to greed there's no- <laughs> yeah well, there certainly isn't in some people.
0: That's for you sure. You know, the beautiful thing about this protest in in Thailand is like the the art of like of having no no true leadership, no like kingdom, you know, no, right. no 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 main like leader. Everybody they say like everybody's leader. <clears throat> everybody can protest anywhere near. There's there's no waypoint like per se. Yeah, it's not like planned out. Yeah. Which is a double edged sword but it it is it is very interesting but I don't think you know as you can see a lot of protests like maybe even like the black lives matter in America hmm. like right now it's kind of like because it's near the election and kind of thing is it's it's been you know toned down a little bit I, I think hmm. at hmm. least i'm not I'm not seeing it on the news much more right. I mean they are protesting still yeah right it's just like they they can you know it's really the focus has moved yeah, away varying, from it. Yeah. yeah, and I feel like at this point uh, it's pretty crucial in the protesting right now to to really make and understand like how can they be responsible for people that are there? Think of it like why do you need to to be there when when you can take the movement up to the social. Uh, media kind of thing more and saves more life and and, you know protects more life from from getting injured because it could happen Mm -hmm. you know there's there's this is 2020 and we can protest differently you know it's just like i think there's there's need to be like a balance between like on view and on on social media kind of thing so that because i mean the government has already failed with the a uh, water gun thingy and all those things has already been blamed for, for that. We're talking about here in Thailand, yeah. And here in Thailand, yeah. What, what, what are you
1: talking about exactly? Oh, what it, oh, yeah, uh, yeah, using yeah, the water cannons, yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: the water cannons, uh, yeah. And that struck a lot of nerves and all those things.
1: Mm.
0: And, um, but still, you know, this is this is really crucial time in Thailand, I think, mm-hmm. because it will definitely escalate to a point where I don't want it to happen is that there will be a gunfire going on. Hmm. And that's when everything would tiptoe into a domino
1: in which side I don't know what's going to happen. This is is the point I was trying to get at earlier when I was trying to work out who the protesters uh, are in the majority. Obviously, there's going to be a wide spectrum, but I was thinking, is it not true that um, many of them are sons and daughters of You know the 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 middle class, and even some of them from the wealthier, like even some of them from Mm. the elites. So, uh, in the past, it might not have been like this, isn't? I mean, are there are the powers that be the ruling class, or whoever we think of as uh, being in the opposition or in in power? Are they really going to turn guns on their own sons and daughters? I mean, yeah. You never know. Yeah, you never know. I no, exactly, know exactly. Yeah. Well, and we don't want
0: it to get to that point. No, no, exactly. And that's the thing. That's one of the things I, I told the kids is like I'm sorry I'm calling them kids, but I mean I told them that because you know, I feel like when I was in that meeting I feel like I'm I'm seeing my students because <laughs> there's the same at least the same age of my student that, you know, that has just graduated and all those kind of things that I taught when I was in Bangkok, and I feel like, but I always, I always treat like children as adults. even though I call them children and kids. I never treat them as a a kid or a, yeah, you know, as yeah. As well, we maybe talked people. about this a couple yeah, of weeks so, ago, didn't we? Yeah. So just <clears throat> mind you, when I when when I say children and kids, I you know just mean their age. Um, I told them like in every protest. One thing that is lacking in all of them is the people t- to care about the person that is next to you that you brought them there. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. You have to care more about the people that are there with you, fighting for the same cause. You know, you you have to you have to care about the uh, safety. Now, a lot of people has been arrested you know and we need to fight to get them out you know that's that's one of the things that the, the protesters are, are shifting towards now right because yeah and it's, it's a fighting cause that everybody can relate you know they feel compassion and empathy you know that stuff
1: mm-hmm. but um, yeah. let me ask you so you know back on, on to the topic of <laughs> On back onto our topic a little bit, but related. You know, how do you try to what what sources of information, or how do you attempt to uh, like understand this, the political situation, or or mm. just things in general? What what where are your sources of trying to understand? Oh my God, the sources. Or you just rely on your own thinking logically, no, 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 or no, no, no. Um, well, that too, but
0: because having been through having been through the protests, having been u- through being used. Mm-hmm feeling let down and all these things it's like I have the right every right to not be involved in this protest mm-hmm. you know I feel like I risk my life already and I feel like I'm at a point in my life where I feel like my my goal is to to create art and spread love and compassion mm. and be in the middle ground and condemn every hate that is going on now opening like social media and you're getting swords from like social media, you can see a lot of people like your friend that are, did go on the field. You see people, you know, proclaiming a lot of stuff. And that's the sword in itself It's like your friends are in a field, they, they, they see things, you see like how they react and you you, I have friends on both sides, mm-hmm. you know, so you, you just wait on, on that and you see their sources and you go through, go through. I don't really have a specific source, but if you go to the to the news, uh, social news that are on, like if you go into Chrome and you search like Thai news and all these things, you can read all that shit too, but it's just the same as um, in America, you know? Mm. Now, the logical thinking in my head of of design what to do in this situation is totally based on me, mm. on my experience of what I think is a, is a just uh, society. Is one you don't you don't stereotype people. Two, you don't you don't do anything with hate. Mm. You know, because I know what hate can do. I've been through that situation where you can turn to animal yeah. because you 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 need to survive yeah. and the cause doesn't, is not there anymore when there's blood flying around like splattering around there's bullets just pass through your head hit another pe- a person next to you on the shoulder and you're waiting for the ambulance to come and get them it's it's not a pretty sight man no you don't know what you're fighting for except for your life in that state yeah and that's that's sad that should never happen again you know yeah and nobody comes in to to take care of you nobody nobody cares the leader of that shit never cares the yellow shirt never cared the fucking red shirt never care. people and so many people died man
1: mm. Yeah. and yeah, i yeah. don't want this to happen
0: to this protest too you know
1: mm. uh yeah i never like i Whenever I hear those calls go up, yeah, we got to fight to the last drop of blood. We have to sacrifice, but <laughs> no, like, you don't. You know, no. the, there are sacrifices that sometimes have to be made, not but yet. It, but it's um, it's not like you don't like just throw it out as the first thing. Uh, yeah, the and first thing. yeah, the first thing. the first thing. I mean, oh fuck, man.
0: I mean, I don't. I don't want to. I don't want to sound like I don't support this. I mean, I support every protest uh, movement that needs to express their right you know it's just like there's so many things in there that i'm so cautious about you know and i have every right to be you and and people that if, even if you don't agree with me you have to respect my decision as i respect yours i don't go around calling you names mm-hmm. of what you believe I mean, if you don't, if you don't support the monarch, I don't say like you're a fucking like what traitor. I never say that. Mm. You know, it's just, it's just like why you why we need to feel hate with hate. It doesn't, you know. Martin Luther King said, uh, Martin, Luther King, Martin Luther King Jr. said, like you can only drive out darkness with light. Mm. Only light can do that. You can't drive it out with hate. And it still stands true to this day.
1: Yeah. Hmm. Um, maybe we should move away from politics. I know. <laughs> <laughs> I know. <laughs> uh, I wish
0: I can throw in more dick jokes in it. Uh. <laughs> oh man it's been a rough rough couple of weeks for for Thai people for sure
1: mm. i mean it's uh you know I was talking to my mom i'm like I'm making a point to to call you know my family in England hmm. because uh you know they're it's depressing in a lot of places right now people are people are down oh my god man it's twenty twenty has been <laughs> depressive. Yeah.
0: It's, it's it's like a, it's a depression in itself you know it's like <laughs> and I'm not surprised is there there's so many movement going on but we gotta we gotta have a glimpse of, of hope somewhere you know
1: well um, you know that's why I wanted to introduce I, I think I might have done this again before but that's why I wanted to like uh, introduce a few of my favorite podcasts yeah and ask you about yours as well because uh um, I don't really have a favorite. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Uh, I mean, I've I realized already, because yeah. I've already like suggested some of these to friends, and they don't... Uh, it's it's very personal thing. It's it weird. It is. It's it very, is. very personal. It's very personal. But, uh, like, me personally... I mean, of course, we talked about it all the time, but, like, uh, uh, yeah, I love Rogan. And obviously I don't listen to every Rogan episode there's thousands Uh, I just pick the people who seem most most interesting and there've been like so many incredibly interesting guests yeah Um, but I do have
0: my Michael too it's definitely Rogan's and uh, Steve Harvey kind of which I don't really get to listen to much anymore but you know yeah mostly mostly that
1: I I listen to a bunch I, I also listen to uh the Blind Boy podcast. It's yeah. This Irish, yeah. Irish guy. Yeah, um, he's a very creative person and a creative thinker. Interesting. Um, the f- I think the first podcast I ever listened to was Russell Brand's. Oh, and he's like he, he's changed. Cause I followed him for a while. He's like really changed a lot. Uh, he's gotten like more. I don't know. More serious without getting more se- without getting serious. <laughs> um, but he has like interesting people on his podcast. And oh, Unfortunately, yeah. is on like is on this private network, paid pay per listen network now, Luminary. So I don't listen so much anymore. What, but um, there's a pay, uh, there's like paid, paid podcast networks now. Oh, really? Yeah. Sad. Yeah. Well, because they want to take adverts off. Oh, Okay. So you know, it's like an ad-free, ad- ad-free network. Okay. I mean, it's not expensive you know, like $3.4 a month, but still, you know, mm. i pay for a few things already. So Mm-mm. every time you have you have to like work out how much is coming out of your bank account every month in <laughs> Netflix and Spotify and yep, everything else, yep, it adds yep, up, yep. it adds up. Yeah, it does, it does.
0: Yeah, well. <coughs> um, you know,
1: education is worth uh, investing. Yeah, I already mentioned the talking politics one. Uh, and the conference, the conference of the birds. but I can't recommend it enough. I'm listening all of this. It's some of the best music selection. He mm. goes like into music from all around the world, all over South America, uh, you know, Cuba, the Caribbean, Africa, all over Africa, all sorts of European music, Middle Eastern music. It's yeah. a really incredible. Like uh, the host Stephen Cope, man, he puts in a lot of work picking out mm. some of the great, mm-hmm. and then a lot of jazz, yeah, um, both. Both, uh, you know, 60s and 70s and earlier And up until, like, modern mm. jazz So, that's one that's of very my favorites interesting
0: I, you know, there used to be times where, like I listened to Chick Podcast He only has, like, a few episodes But it was worth listening To see, like, the inside of it What was he talking about? <laughs> Just, you know, like Countless things Touring okay. He used to be touring and talking about you know the practice the routine and everything before now like he doesn't use it because uh, he just have his page and website is already enough for people to just go in and you know like during the COVID he did like a daily practice session live right it's just yeah well,
1: okay why well, you need podcasts <laughs> it's just better no it, some things are not you know not everybody should be on a podcast i mean I like you know I, I don't want Nora jones to stop doing her live stream and do a podcast I know. instead I know. her live stream I know. is amazing it's beautiful I know.
0: yeah it's true, really
1: beautiful true true mm. i'm not a total podcast fanboy me, me neither i'm i'm totally i'm totally <laughs> well, maybe i am i don't know <laughs> I, mean, I think anyway. you are more than me Yeah, maybe more, so more than me. You. no i
0: do listen a lot no but i do i do i do like listening to like rogan's and because of the people and you know it's just something that i'm interested in, in anyway because i like i like working out i like um,
1: you know comedians i like people that he brings on I learned crazy stuff like he had this guy who'd been investigating he's a archaeologist or he was a, mm, che- a mm. biochemical archae a biochemical archaeologist <laughs> I forget <laughs> the f- anyway <laughs> the point was he'd been researching sort of like the history of psychedelics in the ancient mm, world mm, mm, and because mm. he was afraid of being like he's a serious scientist and he's basically set himself a goal that he won't take any, psycho- like any psychedelics. He's never taken any drug, and he won't take any until the end of his in- research. Just so someone can't say, hey, you're just like a uh, stoner or whatever. Yeah, you don't yeah, know. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but basically, yeah. So you might, you'll be interested. You've got to listen to this episode, man. Brian Murarescu. He's mm-hmm. on Rogan. Because he goes into like the early Christianity. Yeah. And did you know... What they were putting in that do you know that you know that thing that they swing about yeah, in yeah, church? Yeah, 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 yeah. What is that thing called? The sage thing? Yeah. Yeah. You know what was in there originally? Wasn't it like the um I don't know the name of the English thing? Kamyan, right? No, they had cannabis in it. Yeah. They found they found one from this very ancient chur- church somewhere in Jordan or either either Jordan or Israel. There's basically like four hundred B C and they found one and they looked at the residues they did a chemical analysis of the residues people were getting high in the church why not? yeah <laughs> and, they, and so the best th- place to get high <laughs> <laughs> and they, yeah and, and they were taking all sorts of other stuff like it's really fascinating you know because they would managed to the, the, you know because ceramics last so long so they find a lot of like wine and beer containers mm. from all around the world ancient worlds they find thousands of years old and they can tell oh these had psychedelics in it. These had mushrooms, magic mushrooms, or oh, this one had uh, this beer had surprised. ergot in it, ergot, which is where they derive LSD from. I'm not surprise. Interesting stuff. It's just these things that we
0: feel like it fucks up our brain, and we think it's, it's bad for us. You know, it's just bad for the society if we can't control our action. That's all. But right. back
1: in the old days, we don't have cars. You know? Well, they had like. Um, you know, the, yeah, they had the the process. They had initiation, the shaman you know, the Aleutian mysteries, yeah. which they talk about. That you know, they they had initiation, so it wasn't just like go to a party, get fucked up with <laughs> yeah, your friends, right? Maybe that was going on too. Probably,
0: <laughs> yeah. Well, <laughs> yeah,
1: but <laughs> that might have been that too. Who knows? But yeah, um, but there's no car.
0: It's it's yeah. the only way you're gonna hurt people is just through your hands as a fucking stick. you know which is not really different from today but we have beer bottles (laughs) Mm. but yeah no surprise I'm not
1: surprised at all yeah Um, so well I don't know if you properly answered my question so where are you like where are you learning stuff from what are you like Mm, a lot of articles actually yeah yeah where
0: just around Just around Like you, if you open If you open Facebook Right They feed you With so many articles That you are interested in
1: Yeah you know?
0: Like if I go on IHerb Well shout out You know To like To buy some fucking medicine Or some Vitamin C They would like All this like Health
1: <laughs>
0: Article Would just pop up
1: <laughs> You know See th- Yeah, you see, that's what I was doing. Like, a couple of years ago, I was doing that that all the time. And that's what I've been, like, getting away from. And that's what I kind of, in the end, found a little bit unfulfilling just because... Mm.
0: um, It depends, man. I mean, like, for for help-wise, you read those kind of articles and you you can, like, you read a lot. There's a lot of contradiction in itself. And then you can... And because you do exercise...
1: You can tell which one is like works for you and which one doesn't. Oh, I tell you, well, now no, no, I agree with it. Like if you're in a cu- particular topic, so for example, if you like learning about health and yeah. nutrition and this kind yeah. of stuff, and you're reading a lot of articles in that, yeah. eventually you will build up an understanding. Yeah, I, I'm with you because yeah. years ago I did yeah. that. Yeah. But if you just like reading an article on politics and article on science and no, this no, is no, all if, no. like if it hops yeah, right. which I do sometimes and yeah. I used to do a lot it I you don't. kind of you know what I mean you be, you become a bit scattered yeah i i, and, I don't and, do and,
0: that. Uh, i don't do that i, I yeah. only i only research about things that i i want to know <laughs> like mm. when we, when i talk about astaxanthin and then i talk about like uh complex and protein synthesis and all those kind of thing mm. i really i really research i spent like countless hours because i'm about i'm seriously about taking like proteins and I'm serious about my workout and my routine and and then you know what you're taking in and what you respond for your body is hmm. so it's it's you know i'm really focused about things that i need in my life i'm not gonna go you know read like cosmopolitan about fucking bikini wax which i i, I might think I will read about <laughs> next <laughs> But anyway, you know, it's like, it's better to have like a focus of what you want to learn, you know? Hmm. And for like, for music wise, there's a lot of webinar, you know? And actually, George, uh, Joe's, you know, shout out to Joe's. I mean, he, uh, he has like a, a library, uh, a website. Which you you need to pay to get in, but you can go in there, and so many webinar, so many uh, like really good um, sorts of education in there. It's just really nice.
1: They have that master class thing. Yeah, mas- makes, yeah, master is yes, quite expensive. Yeah, but
0: this is like more like more you know like a library. Like, yeah, yeah, I got you. It's not like a, like a proper video or like mass like that. It's just like really. Spot on. You want to learn how to be a producer. You want to be a sound engineer, and they teach you all through these things. Uh-huh. Like it's like a proper class. Yeah, I got yeah. You. It's yeah. so I spend most of my time with that. You know, more than but the article is just like for oh, me, like cool. help wise. Yeah, yeah. What's that website called? I forgot. Okay. Yeah, it's because I just clicked the link and just. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know Joe was doing that. He's a smart guy. I knew that. He's a smart guy. I knew that. He wanted to learn more about management. So, which was really good. Yeah. Miss you, Joes. Come back soon. Yeah, Joes. Hope to see you back.
1: (laughs) Uh, Yeah, come get a visa. Come and do a two-week quarantine and then you're free. (laughs) COVID free place. I think so. I think so.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, but you see, like, I'm very... Picky about like I think I mentioned this about like couple episode ago about how I really choose what I want mm. and not just like scatter around like you know getting this z- 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 yeah well that's what around. I was like right yeah mm. because it's, it's a it's a scary place uh, the web you know you could usually <laughs> be searching around and you end up jerking off. <laughs> <laughs> Most of the time, <laughs> speak for yourself. It's like oh, oh, oh!
1: <laughs> <laughs> you never know when it pops up. That's the um, that's the meta algorithm. LJ's due. It's time. <laughs> it's time. Sending this picture. <laughs> yeah. if you lose four hours
0: of your life. Four hours. <laughs> 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 Just stroking around. <laughs> <laughs> hey you learned something or two <laughs> you know a thing or two. <laughs> oh man i'm excited about tonight
1: mm. uh yeah rasmi is based i mean yeah. by the time people listen it's already gonna have happened. but yeah but you know if you don't
0: know who rasmi is you gotta check it out on her facebook spotify R A S M E E. Where is it? Yeah, we're going through definitely. Oh, you know, speaking about Yaka Chon, yep, they are blowing up. I know, I know. I think it's because of us. <laughs> <I definitely, laughs> because of I our podcast, I think not. But uh. <laughs> please, anybody who listens to this podcast and go to Yakachon, tell them I know Yakachon through Depth Charge.
1: Make sure the book, it's busy. It's very busy. <laughs> oh, man. I think we're coming to our, the end of our segment. I think so. So, uh, just to close it out, I'm going to ask you the question again that I put at the beginning and see if you can answer it. Uh, is it possible to to understand the world? What's going on? Is it possible to understand the world and our place in it? Is it worth trying?
0: I think you need to understand your world first before um. you understand the world around you or others you know you might say like we're living in the same world but we're not right physically we are but mentally we're not yeah that's the problem that's the problem the quicker you understand yourself and your place of being you understand and see others who have already found their ground or are searching for theirs You know mm. I think I'm in at a point in my life Where I can sense People Pace of living Because I'm at a point in my life Where I'm pretty happy Even though I'm sad But I'm, I'm happy Of Of just living in this world And the only way people can really see what my world is like is through music and food you know and mean yeah, love love making <laughs> but mostly it's through my arts you know through our conversation i don't think the the conversation is just like an introduction to what i am or what you are you
1: know Next week's gonna uh, gonna be great. You brought up music. We're gonna be interviewing yes. a really yes, great yes, musicians. Yes. will keep it, Should we keep it a secret for now? Yes, yeah, sure. Let's yeah. just say uh, just we're just gonna say yeah. Next week we have a guest. Yeah. It's an uh, amazing uh, guest. And uh, if you have any
0: question about you know music that you want to ask this secret guest, just mm. like you know, fire away. We can ask about groupies. <laughs> groupies <laughs> actually I will I will ask him or her about groupies <laughs> it will be so much fun I'm looking forward to next week and yeah but to understand the world I think you have to understand yourself mm. then you will really see the world I think this is a zen-like moment To understand, you know, the leaves of the tree, you have to be able to see the forest, Mm. not just the leaf itself. Mm.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I'm with you on that one. (laughs) Okay. Should we wrap it up? Sure. All right. Until next
0: time, guys. It's been very slow burn, but I
1: love it. Yeah, it was kind of intense. Yeah, it got intense. Well, because we went into a lot of politics, it was bound to get intense. Yeah. Hey, you know
0: we don't support hate and we don't support violence, except me. If you call me an asshole, you better put up a fight,
1: motherfucker. (laughs) (laughs) That is is interesting. I don't support violence, but I reserve the right to knock you out. If (laughs) If, if you ask for it. Yeah, if you ask for it. I like that. Okay. All right. All right, guys. Stay
0: safe and, you know, love one another. See you soon. (laughs) See ya. (laughs)